It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Time for headliner questions. We'll get to them in a moment. First up, though, our thanks to Dr. Birch. Birch Orthodontics, the best in all the land. Best orthodontist. In Tallahassee, certainly, but I, I would say in the country. I think that's probably yeah. true. Probably true. You can't yeah. prove otherwise. That's true, too. Yeah. There's uh, there's no debate, really. Uh, <laughs> and if you uh, have anybody in your family who needs orthodontic work, we cannot recommend them higher. All of my kids went there. Jeff's kids went there. Uh, Corey's uh, – I know kids that have gone fiance's there. Fiance's kids went there. Mm-hmm. He's friends with people who Tons have of kids people. that I, went there. If yeah. I started name-dropping all the people that I know that I've met through the years – It would be a whole hour. I mean, really, it It'd could be the be. whole hour. Yeah. Uh, it really, I mean, just get the phone book out. Do we still have a phone book? <laughs> yeah, they still do they, make those. Do I, they do? I guess do they, they probably don't. Do, do they? they? I don't know. I could just start naming names in the phone book. Their kids probably went to Birch Orthodontics. Ah, uh, the phone book. BirchOrthodox.com, B-U-R-C-H, Orthodox.com. They have free consultations, payment plans, great customer service, but then also incredible work uh, on your teeth. I was talking to somebody last night. We met some... Um, uh, Kim and I were walking in a store and, and met a couple of FSU fans and their kids went to Birch mm. Orthodontics. So I thought you were about to say Kim and I were on a long walk. Well, and I was going to say, that's interesting. Or we a date, a, maybe. It was I, a beautiful evening, so I could see yeah, why you Yeah, it was a great night. What led to the long walk? Well, you said Kim and I were on a, and then you stopped, we're walking oh, shopping. in the store. We yeah, the yeah, store. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, yeah, and they were told us that they went to Birch Orthodontics, and they were happy customers as well. So you Damn should check right. them out. Damn right. This is. I feel like uh, man, I, I miss her terribly. It's been mm. three weeks I haven't seen her. You know, normally well, we bring this up, and you're like, oh, haven't you just? Seen? No, it, I mean things are going things swimmingly. are going so well. Yeah. You don't have to see her anymore. Well, I mean I do, but not as frequently. Mm. So Clark's teeth are looking almost normal, almost human. They're probably just tired of seeing him now. They're like, yeah, we did our job. If you could have gone back in time and told you four years ago oh, what yeah. Clark's teeth no would look chance. like now. So you know how on your phone you can set it up if you – I mean, I'm sure so all phones people, do this. The yeah, it, yeah, and so I've got it set up where it just rotates pictures Picture over the, the years over and over, oh. and over and over and over again. Uh, namely my kids in oh. general. Yeah, uh, so, some of my wife and I, but mainly just Mine my kids. Mine are shirtless pics. Uh, I figured mm-hmm. as much, that's yeah. right. And so uh, – there, there was one yesterday that popped up, and Clark goes, why do you have that on your screensaver? Because it's his mangled-ass teeth. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, it's just a reminder of how far you've yeah, come. Yeah, so, exactly and, right. And what, the, you know, what the fine people at Birch Orthodontics did for you. Garrett writes, gentlemen, which current player do you think would make the best coach down the road? I think Braden Fisk is going to be a really good coach. Just the way he talks, I mean, he sounds like a coach. Um, I think uh, I think he'll be a good one. I bet you Tatum Bethune would be a good coach. Oh, yeah. I could see that. I could see him. He comes from a family of educators. His dad's a principal. Mm, Can always tell when I talk to Tatum that he's a smart kid, and just the way that he would teach it because of that. I think that's right. That's probably the best answer. I think is Tatum Bethune. Then he he trumped your answer. answer. No. Well, listen. The other thing about Tatum Bethune is, and this is true of a lot of guys that go on to coach, and it's not a knock. You know, he's played a ton of college football for a yeah. reason. If he were a surefire pick, he'd yeah. have been gone by but now. But he obviously loves but football. But he loves the game, yeah. and he knows a lot about it, and he gets by with being both a physically gifted player, but also he has to be smart. So, yeah, I think that's a good answer. Preston Corey, Daniel. Corey, you didn't have an answer? I don't have one, no. I'm trying to think of one. I can't. I, old Stingray might be a pretty good coach. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Josh writes, I'd like to thank Ira for opening my eyes to vitamin energy. Mm, it truly I, is what? a game changer. Oh, yeah. I think all this time I've been getting through my daily tasks just by using cocaine. 
Oh, well, well done, that's Josh. true. That's that from the is... war chant rap. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, was... There's other alternatives to Coke and heroin, gang. That was really well Vitamin done. Vitamin energy. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, need to, if you, if you don't know what he's talking about, watch the war chant rap from Saturday night till the end. Burke writes, uh, Mike Norvell is 22 and one at FSU when we score over 30 points. Keep the 30 point plus streak going against Duke. Is that a question? That or is a question. I think they are. I do too, but it's not going to be easy. Um, that team has a lot of fight in them. Yep. Even if their offense isn't moving the ball, that defense is a proud defense, and uh, they're not easy to score on. Clearly, I mean, I don't. What's the most points they've given up in a game? Was it the Notre Dame game? Twenty-one. Yeah, I mean, and they that was don't give the last up play points, of the game. Man. Yeah, every other game is fourteen or less. They play good defense, but this is the best offense they will have faced, Correct. and it's not close. Right. Yeah. Uh, Toby writes, my friends, if we don't turn the ball over. The FSU offense is as at least efficient as it has been. Is there any way for Duke to get to 17 points? Because I don't see it. That's according to. Are we just getting gambling prop questions now? Yeah, I think. Or is that just? A, or is that a race two question? It's a good yeah, question it's a though. If, if they don't like somehow dominate special teams, or if you don't turn the ball over and give them points, it just seems like it's going to be hard to, for them to get around 20. Although they do seem to be a team, NC State can tell you that they create those opportunities yeah. by forcing a lot of turnovers. I mean, they force a lot of turnovers. They do, and they did it to get Clemson. I mean, the only way Clemson loses yeah. that game is the insane number of turnovers inside the – Yeah, and if, if you look at the yardage for, against NC State, they didn't do much of anything. They threw the ball one time in the second half, but just NC State just collapsed and gave them the game. But, and that's what good defenses do. Yeah. I and mean, that's, you know. Smother you. Uh, social pariah writes uh, or social piranha. I see what you did there. Uh, will Benson reach 1,000 yards this year? Could Keon? When Benson's probably what like 460 something like that right now. It's possible. I mean, he only had 275 in the last two weeks. But he only had like 180 before that. Yeah. Um. No, I think Keon will. What was the Keon one? Same thing. A thousand. A thousand also. I think Keon will. I don't think Benson will. I think they're going to get the other guys involved. That was nice, by the way, seeing the other guys get involved. I like the committee. We got a lot of good running yeah. backs, a ton of good running backs. Well, and today I asked him, because Zaya Holmes looked good in his limited he action the other good. night, and yeah. then he looked good today at practice. And I asked uh, Norvell today about him after practice. He said, yeah, he's really coming along. He goes, but we also got Rodney Hill back this week because he wasn't available Saturday. Right. So right. That's, he's like, yeah. we That's it's good for Kaziah won't be back <laughs> out there. Yes, <laughs> got, clearly. We got Rodney back. Yeah. Uh, Troy writes, can we not use the power eye for fourth and one inside the five? Since Corey got the in-game stats fixed, can we get the Chiefs more playing time? That's your next Yeah, make thing. that happen. Can that could be your next your next calling. Getting the Chiefs more involved? Yeah. How about we get started on the uh, football-only facility? Can you get that started? You're like so doubtful about the football-only facility. They're not going to build it during the season, Jeff. Yeah, it's going to be have, December, they practice. December there was no cause. There was no cause to be out there with the shovels when they did it. It just makes me roll my eyes. Well, that was silly, but they've it built that other really side s- to it. They've already they started. They already built the other yeah. side to it. They're already doing construction yeah. out they there. They did the pipes for the water. They I did know. the pipes for the high, fire they, hydrant. They, was. they moved all that electricity stuff to the other side. Yeah. We'll just, just, we'll um, see how it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I would pull all that money into the offensive line next year. I would pull all that money into players as well. Well, you guys are going to be looking at a beautiful new building in 18 months. Six years. From now, when they build it, um, eighteen months. I'm not going to do the marching chiefs thing. I can't. I can't keep being that guy. I get stuff accomplished, man. But I can't. Uh, you know, I'm not just jumping from cause to cause because mm. then it makes it look uh, less authentic. So you're not like Spider Man, who who when somebody 
need you, you're going to be there. You choose which cause. I have to cause. choose, and I have to choose sparingly. I can't just be the guy. Corey's that's always... older. He doesn't have the energy he once did. Right. He no. can't be going around cause du jour. He's got to. It's got to be. But organic. I feel like they right. did address it from the Southern Miss game. The uh, incessant music has been limited has been cut down, right? Mm. It's not after it's not between every snap. It's pretty close. Like it was Southern Miss. Still I don't, still, I don't think so. Still it? pretty close. All right. I'm not out there, so I can't I guess I, I think can't that's just the it. modern viewing experience at well, these games. It's ridiculous. You don't need it. You don't you don't need six seconds of nine inch nails. You just don't. Yeah. Uh Bush League Better writes, this was a frustrating W even at forty one to three. It seems like they're Overly loyal to the big names. Keon and Bell combined for 13 catches. Rest of the wide receivers got 12 combined. Benson got twice the carries Toa Feely did, but got outgained by 19 yards. Is this still just glorified practice? No, and I, I mean, again, I would recommend you go back and watch the game because I wouldn't, when you go back and watch the game, I thought I was, I was impressed. I mean, I. I mean, again, I thought you were going to say go back and watch a game from 2021 or 2020. No, but hold on, hold on. I, I want to throw this caveat out there because I, I think you presented it not as well as you presented it to me yesterday in your answer to this gentleman. You felt the same sense of frustration he has that he's citing here after Pro- the game. Probably when you not watched quite it again, as yeah, well, probably maybe not, not to that extent. As, but, yeah. but when you watched it right. again, you felt better about it. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, I did. I mean, I just I, I thought when you yeah yeah I don't want to say like you didn't see it the first time. You're right. When you go, hey, pal, watch you watch the damn watch game. Watch the game. When quick. I when <laughs> I when I went back and watched it, I did. I did. I mean, I just the the energy, the passion they played with was very impressive, and I think when you look at where they stalled a little bit, it wasn't like I don't know, man. It wasn't like they got stoned. I mean, they just, you know, they had a couple of weird possessions. Yeah, the, the one possession, there. the three and out with Jordan looking silly in the right after the seven nothing, and then I also thought Mike had his worst moment as a play caller down there after the sack fumble. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was pathetic. Well, you know what they've been really bad at this year since we're gonna. This is the segment where we complain about the six and O team. Uh, they've been awful in one minute. They haven't been very good all year in one minute, uh, especially like the last three weeks. Literally the whole. I, I, and it's usually because of a pass protection problem. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're just taking horrible sacks. I mean, if that ball stays in bounds, that's a fumble. You give the ball to Syracuse. And I think one of those, I can't remember which one, I think it, was, it might have been a three-man rush, too. Like, yeah. it wasn't even like yeah. it was just one guy got beat by the one guy he was blocking. But I liked it. I liked it initially because you're like, oh, yeah, take what they give you. Destin Hill in a crossing route. Yeah, that's seven yards you didn't over, have. Over, that's Toa Feely, nine yeah. yards. And then all of a sudden you get sacked and the, and the drive is over. They've not been good in one-minute drills. Which is not good because they will need it at some time this year. They're going to need to go drive down the field to win the game. They almost kind of did against Clemson. They certainly can be better yeah. uh, in those situations. Yeah, But uh, I would say this, too, about getting other receivers involved. I, I'm, I'm to the point now, especially if they're both playing this weekend, which they should, Keon and Johnny, I don't know that Alabama uh, fans were clamoring for people other than like Waddle and Judy to get right. the ball thrown to them. Like, and I can't remember they had so many good Smith. guys playing in a row yeah. that it was harder. It's hard to remember who played with who. But like, if you've got two awesome receivers and an awesome tight end, throw them the ball all the time. Darian Williamson isn't as good as Keon Coleman. Uh, Destin Hill will be very good. He's maybe not the matchup nightmare that Jaheim Bell is, and nobody's a Johnny Wilson. So. Throw it to your best players. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the reason the offense has sputtered at times. That that it's just a determination to force the ball to a couple of guys. I don't think that's the reason. Kenneth writes, with what we know about the offensive line, what would be your perfect lineup with the players we currently have? And then he goes on to say, mine would be Scott Byer, Smith, Washington, Harris. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Uh, Robert Scott. I think Byers at guard would work. 
I like Darius Washington, and I want Bless Harris at the other tackle. And Maurice Smith is your center. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I like that we're six games in, and people are still convinced Jeremiah Byers can just switch to guard. I don't know, but I, yeah, I don't think that even if he could, which I'm sure he could do it, it doesn't seem like that's even a they, I remote mean, I possibility. I don't think I've seen him take a rep. Yeah, I don't think it's a remote no, possibility. He, he hasn't. Yeah. Uh, and the and the assumption for that is like because they did an experiment a year ago, you ended up turning time. They yeah. wanted to make him a guard. He ended up being a tackle because he had to be, and he played well. And and also Byers has great feet. He struggles out there on his own oh, at tackle. He definitely has great feet. But I'm just saying, I just, I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, and I'm not criticizing him. It's just people, a lot of people say that. And it's like, I don't, I mean, they've yeah, never he, done no, it. There's they, probably the a reason they, they haven't. Never do yeah, it. the fact that they haven't done it, uh, there's probably a couple reasons that I can think of that they haven't done it. But at this point, since they haven't done it, to your point, they probably aren't going probably, to do probably it. Not. Yeah. They're probably not going to I would have thought it. after the bye week, if, they, if that's an avenue they wanted to explore, they right. would have done it then. Old Sweet Feet could probably play some guard, though. Mm, I know, I know. Old Sweet Feet buyers. Mark writes, and we thank him, as always, has Duke ever played in an environment that will fa- that they'll face this Saturday? Like ever. They're used to wine, cheese, orchestra music. I think they will fold like a cheap lawn chair on Saturday night. Your thoughts? I, I think, listen, I think... It's a fair, it's a fair point, for sure. I, if they fold, it won't be because they're overwhelmed. But I don't think they have ever faced them. To okay. answer his question, I don't think they've ever faced an environment like they're going to see against a team like they're going to see. Yeah, I've, just because they haven't been in a position to play right. big games. Well, in teams that are this good, like Florida State is, don't take Duke seriously. Right. And their right. fan base doesn't take Duke seriously. Well, this fan base and this team is taking Duke seriously. Yeah. It's a primetime game. Um, it may be the marquee game of the home schedule, depending on what Miami ends up being. So they've never walked into an environment where – like people will actually boo them when they run onto the field. Duke what never I, gets booed running what, onto the field. What I what I would say the reason you know to counter I guess what you're saying though, Mark, is Duke's strength is defense. Well, the crowd's not going to be super loud when their defense is on the field, so you're not going to be able to affect them because they're going to want to be quiet because FSU's offense is on the field. And when Duke's offense is on the field, yeah, they'll be loud. They probably won't move the ball, but they may not have moved the ball a whole lot. You say that, Ira. The 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 students could start a wave. They, they, they've State's been known to do it. <laughs> Just saying. They have been known to do it. I'm going to go back to my old days of being on radio and shaming the student section. I got away from it because they, they, they got they better. They show up now. They show up. They got better. They did a lot of great things. But yeah, this the Virginia is Tech asinine. moment wasn't I, – I think they're going to show up. They're, they'll, they'll be uh, – well, hopefully they'll stay after halftime because it'll be late on a Saturday night. But I think they'll be a, uh, they'll be a very important piece of that game the on one, Saturday. The one thing I – this is a compliment to Duke and why I don't – the other reason I don't think they'll fold defense travels. I agree with you there. And then secondly, most teams take on the persona of their head coach. Elko's a tough guy. That's a tough team. They, that's how they they hang their hat on being tough, being physical. That translates. I mean, they probably weren't going to move the ball excessively with, the, especially with a backup quarterback or an injured starter. To your point, so I don't I don't think it's the crowd that'll see them fold. Although it'll be fun to watch. This is a to be the yeah. I think you're right, Corey. Other than Miami, just because it is Miami. Yeah. Uh, even if Miami is, like, calling it a day, there'll be blood in the water at that point. Sure. The crowd will be loud, too. So that, you know, who knows? That's tough. Um, hey, guys, first off, Coach Speak is hilarious. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Appreciate Tony. That. Yeah. Thanks, T-Bone. Um, he says he can't tell which is better, this show or that. Oh, goodness gracious. Ooh, How about tough. that, huh? Yeah. You won't hurt our feelings either way. Yeah. 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 My question the is. checks clear, don't they, Are The checks <laughs> clear either way, don't they? <laughs> My question is, since we're a second-half team, or we get better as the year goes on, you believe even if we don't have a complete game that we can still beat all the remaining teams on our schedule? Go Knowles, eat more sausage. Yes, if they don't play an A plus game the rest of the regular season, they can still be twelve and zero. 
I think they could play a B plus B minus game the rest of the season. And if they, and if they play an A game in all these games, they'll win all these games by a lot. Yeah, so, but the yeah, first, but you'd have first, to play like a C game. I think in some of these. Yeah, I think the first time that you're going to have to play an A game um, is North Carolina in the ACC championship game. If that's the matchup. Yeah, I think I think you will there because uh, I I think they're legitimately good. That'll be uh, if that happens again. I'm saying if I'm not saying it's it's going to. That'd be an interesting crowd. Oh like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't think it, I don't. It, North Carolina would have an advantage, but probably not a huge one. I wouldn't. I would hope. Oh, I think Florida State fans will travel. They will right? travel yeah. for that one because yeah. it's such a big game and it's been so long since they've been there. Wesley writes, "Fellas, this is the greatest show in the history of shows." Mm. I didn't read the prompt. Did somebody prompt? What, no. What's going on? I, all here? I say is, these are two Facebook questions, and the first two. I say are, questions, comments, and compliments. All That's right. all we want. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes on to say, kind of like the greatest sausage in the history of sausages is register there sausage. There we go. Anyone else see the FSU student who's been bringing his lucky goldfish to every game? If we keep winning, we must protect that fish at all costs. I do see that. He's I starting saw to get him on the video out. board. Yeah. He had a, I, I didn't know it was somebody, I didn't know he was famous for it, but he, I just saw a guy, in the, a yeah. kid in the student section holding a goldfish. I'm like, oh, that's random. There's a thread on our message board about it also. But goldfish have a lifespan of like six weeks. So... He could just know. die on his own. And then if he does, what do you do? I mean, that pressure on that guy to, to well, have he, a new replacement. Nobody will know goldfish. that the goldfish died. You just replace him, and you'll be like, this is the same goldfish. Or what who if, cares? What if you just keep the dead goldfish in the in the water and hold that up? Where do you put it during the week? It stinks. The goldfish stink? Oh, I think oh, if you yeah. leave a dead anything floating in water, it stinks, yes. Well, weigh him down into the water so the smell doesn't come <laughs> up. And then, then it'll become like a torch win. him, he's dead. Win it for Freddy. Yeah, and then you just hold the water. <laughs> everybody rallies for the dead goldfish. How's he getting the goldfish into the game? How bag? is he doing just that? Yeah, but, the, oh, yeah, you mean like yeah. the, How's he getting through security walking with through that? Security with That's that a good bag? Question. Do they? Well, I mean, it's a clear bag. It's a clear yeah. bag policy. <laughs> I don't true. think you can bring animals into well, the game. Clearly, not, you can. And that's Have not really tried? an animal. It's a clear bag, and he's got a little goldfish in there. Say something. That's probably what he says to him. Say something. What, what rule am I violating? Now, right. if it was a bag of vodka, they might stop him. But it's a bag of water with a fish. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, they can't stop a, him now. Now they can't. It's not a good precedent, but now they can't. Soon somebody's going to bring in a pet monkey. Yeah. And you're going to have all kinds of issues. And I'll and tell you another thing, guys. If the kid shows up at the game and he doesn't have the fish, and they're down in like the second quarter, he, needs to go get get that yeah. he might be in danger. He, he can go run to his, yeah. his house. Run over the, there. Yeah. I was going to say something real quick, though. I don't know. I miss the memo where all of a sudden people can just start bringing dogs into restaurants. <laughs> Corey's going after. I actually talked about this. I when did when did this happen? Well, this I mean, is a different I don't, time. I don't, I don't show. We'll I don't, do. right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. any of our shows. Did I say anything about? Did I mention last week anything about the sign, sign language? language? Yeah, you have. Oh, I did. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Corey, any I went, other causes you want to go against? <laughs> yeah. I went on a rant, but not about dogs. Somebody tried to bring a pet alligator into a game. Oh my gosh! It, that's a true story. Two weeks ago, somebody tried to bring in. A pet alligator. Like a uh, service alligator? service alligator, okay. and they were turned away. Comfort. It was at the Phillies Comfort. game. They tried to do it to the, at the Phillies game. They're like, man, get the hell up out of here. We're not, you're not bringing an alligator in. I was like, Sue us. I like Sue the us, fact but that- you're not leaving. You're not coming in. You're not coming here. Sue us if you need to. Get out of here. So you're going after service dogs or just any dog? I feel like you no, know, that no any no service dogs absolutely okay. uh, no right. I'm not talking well, about that because last week you went after the sign language <laughs> correct well, you hate blind people uh, no, no, no. yeah became a parent get your whole no, platform it's just, here it's just people just feel like they can roll in with dogs and like no do. some people say no people, some people say in yes. wheelchairs you hate them too no 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 I mean yeah, hey Lord we, my we man got, we got we got to stop this narrative right now I Corey, just I just I've seen more dogs where did this narrative come from I've seen more dogs in restaurants in the last six months to a year than I had seen in my pr- the whole my whole lifetime. 
Mm. Why don't you like dogs? Ah, they smell, they slobber. Oh, stop it. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Kickstart a fresh fall routine with HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part, and you get to take the credit. Ever wish you could spend less time planning, shopping, and cooking for the family and more time with the family? From easy time-saving breakfasts and family dinners to kid-approved lunches and snacks, HelloFresh has what it takes to keep everyone, including you, happy and satisfied. When you get HelloFresh, you know you're getting top-notch produce since it travels from the farm to your door in less than seven days. Life during football season has always been crazy in our house. I cover a top five football program. My wife has a full-time job. We've got kids' activities. And there's not enough time to eat the meals we want to eat at our own house. Thanks to HelloFresh, we have delicious, trustworthy meals delivered to our door, saving us precious time to recharge and break bread together as a family. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50headlines and use the code 50headlines, 50headlines for 50% off. Plus, 15% off the next two months. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50 headlines, 50 headlines, and use the code 50 headlines, 50 headlines for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Michael writes, is it possible the worst thing that happened to us fans this year was that second half against LSU? We saw perfection, and now we weakly compare it to that. Could be. I don't know. I think the worst thing would be like a loss or something. Um, and I know that hasn't happened yet. But his uh, point is that do you, is that what's colored everybody's kind of leaving games feeling. But is it though? Like who who's really who's disenchanted? Yeah, are, nobody's are, that disenchanted. Are, I don't, I mean, people people can of, be frustrated by uh, certain aspects because you are going to be frustrated by certain aspects. But yeah. nobody is like frustrated with the team. Or yeah, nobody's mad at Mike Norvell. Nobody's you know? yeah. No, I think everybody agrees it's a good year so far. Yeah, yeah. really good year. I mean, we've won 12 straight games. It's great. It's been a like calendar a calendar year, year right? Over. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I always preface, I feel the need to preface. I, I, I guess people are sensitive. Like, if you make a criticism of a team, it's not that you are ignoring all the other good things that are out there. You're just pointing out this thing that didn't go as well. Um, and, you know, it's social media. So, 
people aren't going on there and typing out their opinions of how great we are. That's typically yeah, be, that doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, so that's that's what that is. Um, R. A. Andrews writes something similar along those lines. We FSU fans have really increased expectations, um, criticizing our wins versus our rivals over hyping their wins. If the Boston College and LSU games were reversed meaning the scores, it would look like gradual improvement versus the constant fear of another BC collapse. Your thought? That's fair to a degree, but the BC game would have been ugly no matter when it when it had happened because nobody thought BC was good. So I, I don't. No, but he said if the scores were reversed, like if, oh, if they if the had scores beaten were LSU by two, oh, but then beat Boston College by I twenty. I gotcha. I misunderstood. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the other thing is, and, and not to dismiss the. I mean, I think it's a fair question, but like. The Virginia Tech game is a perfect example, and Corey and Aslan were talking about this on Wake Up War Champ, that, uh, you know, that Virginia Tech game wasn't appreciated probably as much as it should have been. Like, they they beat Pitt pretty handily the week before. Then they just they beat – They just dusted Wake. I mean, they yeah, destroyed yeah. Wake. And, you you know, you you kind of didn't play your best game, and you beat them by 20 points. I think Wake's only touchdown was a kick return. And uh, and they Wake had less – Bodes than, well for when we burn down the hill. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know, right? Oh, buddy. I, man, buddy, I, I – that's the only game I care about on the schedule. That's the only yeah. game left I care about is Wake. Uh, I, I think I'm bringing gasoline. I'm bringing pictures of you and I standing on that field doing the rap in the rain. I'm gonna bring that picture. I'm gonna print them oh, out. Oh, okay, print yeah. Out that, yeah. I may make just, a shirt of it because that was was that 19. So that was four years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. Logan writes: Florida State has had some great receivers through the years. Rashad Green, Kelvin Benjamin, Grafonzo Thorpe, Anquan Bolden. Put Crafonzo in there. I like that. Crafonzo okay. was a stud. No, you know, I know he was, yeah. Throw in a Snoop Minutes if you want. You yeah. keep going Belenikoff, on. Yeah, Sellers, yeah. Ouija Thompson. But from a pure talent standpoint, is Keon Coleman the best wide receiver the Knowles have had since Peter Warwick? So, Ira and I were talking about this. He, I mean, because I think he's one of the most talented skill players Florida State's ever had, regardless of position. And I don't think it's close. It doesn't mean he's going to have a – well, that, that doesn't even make sense to say I don't think it's close. Um He's not going to have the legacy of these other guys because he's only going to be here, here for a year. But can you name a receiver that's that was more talented, more physical skills? Maybe Peter Warwick, but Peter Warwick wasn't his size. Yeah. And probably, I, they probably similar speed, but didn't have think, his I leaping think, ability. I think Peter, before the, the injury, had better top and speed than Keon. Keon but is Peter 6'4". was never like a burner burner either. He yeah. wasn't LeBurn. But, but people weren't hawking. No, they weren't. They didn't they hawk him down. But he wasn't 6'4". Right. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, it's so, a different kind of guy. And the, the thing, I guess what I would say, though, the thing about Keon, if you think about the just like two or three plays, he's not going to have as many like play-to-play dynamic plays because he's a different kind of guy. Yeah. But the that catch the other day and then the hurdle earlier this season. Yeah, those are all-time well, highlights. Athlete, yeah. Those are all-time crazy highlights. Yeah, and then the punt fun. return. Yeah, he's fun. Uh yeah, he's you look, he's not he's not like uh an and one mixtape necessarily right. like Peter Warwick was where yeah. he's got guys falling over. Which is each what other. gets usually like with clips on social media that get yeah. people fired yeah. up is somebody breaking somebody's ankles and the guy falls down. And Peter did that better than any receiver yeah. Florida State's ever had and probably will ever have. Yeah. Nobody's ever gonna do that. Peter was ridiculous. I mean, and we forget what a dynamic punt returner Peter was. I don't. So it's like that guy. I don't forget that at he all. He was unbelievable. Yeah, Keon is is freakish. And when you look at Keon Coleman, you're like, well, that's an NFL first-round wide receiver. Yeah, I don't right? know that I've ever seen a catch like that. The way he kind of snatched it like a backhanded, it, it was like one-handed, a, right-handed alley-oop. It was like an alley-oop. I and mean, that's what it looked like. He looked yeah. like he reached back. He caught and it with one hand. With the left hand yeah. never touched the ball. Yeah. He actually yeah. should have kept his feet and scored. Because <laughs> well, he fumbled on the next play. So that was his, I mean, you know, look, Keon. 
You take the good. We'll criticize everything on the show. Don't fumble on the next play, buddy. Uh, I'm getting emotional typing this, but thank you, Corey Clark. This is from Sean. What you did securing stats on the video board mm. for us common folk was truly impressive. Yeah. Who should we root for down the stretch to help guarantee a playoff berth in the undefeated scenario and one loss scenario? I'll take the first part first. Um, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome, Sean. It was my honor and it was my pleasure, and I'm here to serve. Uh, the I second part? I don't Who are you know. rooting for in the playoff? Man, it's too convoluted right now to even know, right? Like, I guess you want everybody to have two losses, but that's not going to happen, right? Like, you want Alabama to have another loss. Um, Which I think might happen, man. I think I wouldn't be surprised if LSU beat them. We'll you, see. You want uh, – can Oregon can Oregon lose again? Can, I'm sure they can. That's a tough schedule. Washington – Washington could. They've got some tough games coming up. But yeah. the, there's going to be at least one team out of the Big Ten, without a doubt. And well, there'd probably the be – The winner of there, the Ohio State-Michigan game. There could be two. Or the winner of this game Saturday. Penn State's got a real chance. Yeah, but it's hard to trust James Franklin to win a game that matters. He has yet to do it at Penn State. That dude's record against Ohio State is, I think, one and eight. This is one. This is the one. His record, his record against top twenty teams and top ten teams is atrocious. He has done the thing where you beat everybody you're supposed to beat and never beat anybody who's any good. But yeah. I, all the time. But this his goes, numbers are really bad. But the the premise of this question again, I think, goes back to, I think, what we've been coming to the conclusion of as the season's gone on is there's nobody that like you're like, oh, I don't want to play them. But I right. think, yeah, correct. I know Florida State would not be, you know, again shaking yeah. in their boots about any team left on this on on the in the country. But if you're talking about trying to get in the playoff, can Florida State survive losing a game? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's possible. And it's possible, but only I think if and Carolina, I don't want to put it in the committee's hands. And, but if Carolina shows up in Charlotte undefeated and number yeah, six and in the country, them, and yes. you beat them, yeah. maybe convincingly, then maybe you could survive a loss to at Florida. Right. I guess, but I don't know that you can. It's it's possible. It's, I mean, yeah. I just be. It's possible. The, it's the possible. LSU win has carried a lot more clout than I think I gave it credit for. Well, but let's see. We're let's only halfway see. through the, the season. LSU loses they two might, more games, yeah, and won't. they can lose to anyone with that defense, That's so a, they could be. But the fact five. that it was like everybody saw it and they saw what LSU had, and there was so much hype about LSU, and Brian Kelly's got a reputation. I just feel like that game is going to carry. It's going to carry. Um, you want Oklahoma so than, to beat Texas again? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I will always root for Oklahoma to continue. Well, to, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> no matter what, <laughs> no matter right, what it is, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God, Oklahoma does have a pretty easy path right now. I mean, the the Kansas game would have been somewhat difficult, except for their quarterbacks been out. So, I, and they they probably will go undefeated in the regular season. I think if Florida State goes undefeated, they're in without any question. Oh, so just, just, yeah. just go ahead and keep winning your games. Your favorite every game you play from here on out. And double digits probably in all of them, but the Florida game. And then whoever they play in Charlotte. I mean, I think they'll be a double-digit favorite every what, game they play. Let's see what Miami is. If, if if Miami loses in a close nip-and-tuck game to Clemson and plays hard, I don't know that they would come in here as 10 or 11-point underdogs. I, I mean, the cha- there's a chance Van Dyke might – I mean, I don't know. He's hurt. For sure he's going to play. Yeah. Is yeah. He well, hurt? Then that's, they play Clemson without him. Did he him. get hurt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know I mean, that. He got yeah. hit a bunch, man. Well, he did get yeah. hit a bunch. He's man, also not playing all the I mean, they well. haven't – Mario's not acknowledging these hurt, right. but – the reporters down there are saying they see, saw him walking with his like, leg. There were a couple of plays. I haven't watched Miami a lot this year. I've watched uh, one play uh, a lot of times, but just the one play over and over again. Was Miami. it a, a run? It was middle? actually, two, was I take that back, run? two plays. The the run that they happened right. to fumble and then a touchdown there right <laughs> after that. Um, but they have some dudes. Uh, their guy that returns a kick, kicks, I don't know what his mm-hmm. name is. 
He looks like the fastest player I've ever seen on a football field. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. My, Miami, the Trepo kid is great, mm-hmm. and they have other receivers that can go well, make they, plays. He needs to spread it out a little bit more. But I, he throws to him no matter. On third down, it's no going to seven. What. Yeah, they actually have a lot of young talent. It's problematic. Who's that kicker? Like he's got. He's got, and they've got three I'm guys go on defense that are problematic. Because but I want to see what his year is. This is always the race with Mario Cristobal. How quickly can he stockpile elite talent where he can't screw it up in the right. game? Because he'll screw it up in the game. Or do they quit? Do yeah. they quit and does it crater before he has a chance to reap the benefits and do the guys now transfer because they're losing games, you know, to Georgia Tech, right. despite being talented? So I'm watching that really closely because if you do watch Miami, you go, he's really good, he's really good, that kid, and a lot of their talent is all young. So you get a little worried about it. Now, luckily, he's a bad in-game coach. Yeah. And he could lose He could lose the locker room. May, you know, they did play hard against North Carolina in that first half. I thought they might – not show up given the circumstances fresh off the Georgia Tech game. And Br- Brashard Smith is who I was thinking okay. of. He's uh yeah, he had 3 for 90 in uh against North Carolina catching the ball too. Just yeah, that I there. think Sorry, uh guys. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because obviously like a lot of colleges, NIL is a big part of how Miami's getting players that they're getting, but once you're there and you've done something, yeah. other schools can come after you with NIL opportunities as well. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see uh, to your point. Can he keep it together to where they are so talented it doesn't matter doesn't what matter, they've done right. in game days? Well, hopefully they get housed by Clemson and we're just not having that conversation. Uh, Stevens <laughs> writes, you can call me Vance because I'm greedy, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but are we going to beat Duke by 30? Oh, mm. that's the tough ass, man. Yeah. They haven't given up more than 21 all year, so um, I don't think you're going to beat them by 30. David wants to know if the combination of Fitzgerald and Mastromano is the greatest in Florida State history. I mean, it's up there. That's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. That's what people he are saying. He kind of made a joke, but he's pointing out that they're yeah, having been great incredible so years. Yeah. They are. They are. Uh, Fitzgerald hasn't missed, knock on wood. And Damn Mast- it, man. Do you not know anything? Well, I, I'm not saying I it as he's I knew he was going to do he, it. I knew he was going to do it. He's the biggest jinx. Notice the way that I just one. deftly moved aside and kept- He feels like since he knocked on wood. He has to Ira, do it. Ira wanted to write a story a couple of weeks ago on Fitzgerald, and I'm like, no chance are you writing a story. But I'm allowed to mention it on Tuesday as I knock on wood. You're not. But, he, you know, look, I'm going to go ahead and say it. He's going to miss this here at some point. Don't boo him. But Master Mono, in a game like this, or a game later in the year against yeah. Miami, against no, they, a real team, he flips the field. He is a he is Yeah, a he's been weapon. awesome. And I'm waiting for him to take off on one. Combined, they've been Just really keep good. Rolling to what, the right. So, what was the best combo punter kicker Florida State's had? Ron Stark and uh, uh, Bill Capice in the early '80s. They beat they beat Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh's number three in the country. Stark averaged like fifty. So you're not going to say you're not going to say uh, Capice made six field you're goals. You're not going to you're not going to combo our, our dear friend Case and Beatty and Aguayo. Aguayo and Beatty. Keith Cottrell. Oh, who was the place kicker? That's Jano. That's the answer, by the yeah, way. It's not. It's, it's the not, but it's really Corey close. Clark, Corey it, well, it was, Come on. should have been the first thing that's you said. It should have been. You're right. I'm sorry, right. Keith. Keith, Keith. That's my bad. Keith, I apologize for Corey. Keith, notice who came strong yeah. with it, right? It was very easy because Jano was Jano. And I do want to say this. I don't like to gripe much, but I could have used seeing Mastermano's punting stats on Saturday on the video board, and they never showed them. <laughs> This, they're showing you now. We're never putting <laughs> yeah. up the punning stats. I, I, at one point, I'm like, what's, what's old Alex averaging? And I never got to see. So, whatever. What are the odds that Elko is Texas A&M's head coach next year? He, If he's smart, he'll take that job all day long. We were talking about that this morning. He should take it. If he gets that opportunity. Man, there are so many coaches right now praying that Jimbo gets fired. You have everything you need there. I really everything. do think it's Ron Stark and Bill Capice. 
I'm just throwing that out there. I don't Ron think, Stark I don't think you're wrong, here. and I knew. No, no, but I, you're right. That's close because Keith really, had a really Keith, Keith had a good year. Really good. He didn't get to punt much. He's also a dear friend of ours. He, and should have been yeah. your answer. He didn't get to punt much. Um, in nine, nine. But yes, <laughs> well uh, the odds that Jimbo gets fired, I think, really right now is probably fifty fifty. Right? Oh, I think it's above. I think he's done because he. And that's what I said last week. Uh, it's like because somebody, I think somebody asked this, rank these. Rank these five coaches in order of who gets fired first. And I think I put Jimbo first, and you didn't. And I said, well, yeah, but wait till they score 13 again against Tennessee, which yeah. is what they always do. Yeah. My man's place kicker this year, do you know how many attempts he awesome. has this, this year? Is, this is the stat of the week. How many attempts? Number one, I Fitzgerald, I think, has many, six. So they played six games. How many How many field, field goal goals attempts? do you think he's attempted? In six games. 14. 21. I, mean, that, <laughs> I think, I think Ryan Fitzgerald of- has like seven. Unfortunately, Max Johnson hasn't played well either. So that hasn't Brad's helped, but who does helping. play well? It doesn't matter if he has a quarterback playing well in that system. They always score one or two touchdowns. Let, let, me, let me say this. They've lost now eight straight road games. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it from a Texas A&M booster standpoint, you've got a guy that you're paying gobs of money, obscene amounts of money. And, and, is though, a, and probably treats you like crap. And it, yeah, not an easy guy to have a conversation with. And they are they've lost eight straight road games. They don't score and he's supposed to be an offensive guru. And they brought in Bobby Petrino well, to help him and that which, hasn't done anything. And I gotta apologize. It was seven games. So you probably okay. would have said twenty one. I might have. Yeah. I yeah. would have at least said probably sixteen, but still, <laughs> yeah. my God. That's that's incredible. Twenty one. Um, I think the odds are in Actually, to, to, to Brandon's question here, I actually think they're pretty good that Elko will be the next head coach at Tank Stadium. It's a that or Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, it would make sense. The uh, I think I'd rather go to A&M because well, that roster is loaded. Well, and they've got facilities for days, and what we if, don't have to live in East Lansing. What if part of the negotiation oh, you was? Are you have to live in College too. Station. You do, but you'll be living in a mansion because they'll overpay you. And you get, yeah, you, but you still have to rub elbows with those people. Yeah, the cultists. Doing the, yeah, doing the, cultist, the yeah, shoulder taps. That's what I was going to say. What if that was part of the negotiations? Yeah, I've got We're to, getting rid of the yell, yell team. Absolutely. You oh. absolutely could do that, I you think. You think? Yes. Mm, it's ridiculous. Saban could demand that. I don't know. Saban's the only one who could. I don't think You can't convince Convince me, A and M fans of this generation like that at oh, all they, or they, appreciate they love it? No, they I don't love it. So. Oh, they they it's eat it up. To them, Corey, they love. So. They can't they wait. It's their tradition. That's, <laughs> that's what makes them different, Corey. Yell leader stuff is so. Crazy. And the dog, you know, are they? Would you let them have their dog? Revelry? Uh, no, no, no. I'd, I'd make that dog hit the road too, just like well, if I was not running a restaurant. You at this point already, you're done with yeah. the with the boot kicking and the ass slap. What I got to pose? With, I got to pose with this dog. Yeah, yeah. is this po- my service dog? What breed no. of dog do you hate the most, Corey? Seminole headlines. Ninety three three. Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
What I love most about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. It's crazy, writes Trailer, to think this year's seniors saw three and six and this year's freshmen only know sellouts and victories. Anyway, after a strip sack that verse recovered, it looked like Norvell and Travis wanted specific people to score. What say you? Oh, I don't know if that was the case, but it was a a succession of poor play calls. The, on the on the Morlock one, did he did it get deflected? I couldn't. T- I never saw like a close up to tell whether or not it was just a drop. I don't think it was, was the right read to make, but it's a perfect throw. Yeah, I mean, it's literally it's you couldn't have thrown I mean, it, it any super, better. It was very well, but covered. he was not open. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it was a now the one thing that uh, I think was it Norvell or Atkinson again. You could get back to your point earlier that maybe they're you know letting people know that it wasn't Jordan's fault, but that they said that that because they've been so good in the red zone, they Virginia or excuse me, Syracuse showed them some things that they were not expecting. Like Syracuse took away some things that they were not expecting. And then maybe that's kind of what led to it. I don't know. It was interesting to watch. Um, you know, when you watch the maturation of a coach and Mike is still so young, it was just his birthday. You know, he had a moment about, in my opinion, about of immaturity there. He was so mad about the first three plays, he just decided to go for it on if, fourth down out of anger. With no exactly rhyme or reason. Yeah. yeah, just did it out of anger. There's no reason to do that. No. None. 20 yeah. to 3 is a big deal. 17 that's points yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It turns it into a three-score yeah. game. Corey actually looked it up, the stats, probabilities, if you're up 20 to 3 versus 24 to 3, and it's like 3% difference. Not even yeah. that. It's like 1.5%. You know, I know yeah. what the counter – the counter argument was that Syracuse couldn't score a touchdown if they played and that's 10 fair. quarters. But – that he still just coached, in terms, coached he still the game, coached the game. Coached he the game. did that sh- purely out of frustration, and that's immature. Yeah, that's, he he was mad that they didn't move the ball. I don't think it's a, I don't think he would ever do it against a team with a pulse right, on but offense. That's right. why I don't think that's the great right. message to right. send. Just coach no, how fair. you're supposed to coach. It's that's fair. And four. He I, mean, I didn't but like he it. Basically admitted it. Yeah. yeah, he basically admitted it afterwards. Sure. But he knows that was ridiculous. That was the only fourth down. I didn't mind them. Obviously, I didn't mind them going for on fourth and one when they did uh, play call. Whatever. So, yeah. Sometimes the wildcat works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I didn't love the play. I mean, I just they've been really good with Jordan sneaking. Yes, and I also think, yeah, I think Jordan wanted to sneak. Yeah, it was I mean, mad it was just, they didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was it was poor. Um, but you know, again, uh, you live and learn. Don't do that against a really good team in a one score game. Right. I don't think he would. So there you have that, uh, Ryan. Uh, this is probably my fault because I I compared the two. Uh, he writes: Is Jordan Travis the MJ Walker of the football team? Every hit looks like a catastrophic injury. He magically finishes every game. Call an ambulance, but not for me, meme. Um, I, I, it does seem like every time he gets hit, that shoulder's about to fall off. I don't know. I don't even think it was his shoulder was his this hand. time. It was, it was his, hand his, hand his hand. The way he moves his arm yeah. when that happens makes it look like it's the shoulder. I said something similar to that, but what I said was if he's playing through major injury, then bravo. But every time he falls to the ground, there's sort of this it, uh, desperate. That's what they used to say about Jim Brown, right? It would take him forever to get up. But Jim wasn't. Fainty, like wasn't holding his arm, right? He just but he would, he would be real he didn't slow. No, right? Uh, um, yeah, but it, yeah, he is playing through it, which is good. And but I do, yeah, I kind of, I get it. Where you're watching all these other quarterbacks around the country run for 
run 16 times a game or 21 times a game. They just hop. hop I mean, right Cassianos, he's, he's running 30 times a game, and he hops right back up, and then Jordan uh, doesn't. But Jordan is a better quarterback than all those guys. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing, like, I've tried to do in my life, one of my, you know, kind of uh, rules I live by okay. is that I don't question the toughness of football players. So, there it is. something I've – I've decided that. What about of uh, podcasters and sports writers? Yes, I will question them forever. Okay. All right, fair. Do you question? I mean, I questioned MJ. Anybody Walker. getting can hit? I, by can, t- I question, can I question a basketball, basketball player for sure? Okay, but good, anybody getting hit by ugly. anybody like the tackle that would hurt his hand the other day was a defensive lineman landed on him. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be like, oh, I don't know what's wrong. No, with yeah, you, I don't. I don't. And I, I think but, Jordan Travis is extremely tough. I think it's more out of uh, it's just coincidence and happenstance. But it does seem like he gets hobbled. More than other mother, other than more than more, I can't even more say than it. the other quarterbacks. More that than get other hit? mobile yes. quarterbacks that yes. get hit a lot. But remember, two or three years ago, it was hard to keep him. Yeah, he's played. Play, plays so he's game. played right. in what has it been now? 18, 19, 19 straight <laughs> I was games. Just about to say uh, this guy. Sorry, again. guys. So he's he's done it, man. He's proven his toughness for sure. We answered a little bit of this earlier in this show, but uh, Mike and a couple of other people all combine your questions. They wanted to know if Rodney Hill was hurt. He wasn't available. Norvell doesn't talk about injuries, so we, I would assume so. But yeah, he did not. Uh, but he, he did say been that sick, he's back this week. But he was is he back even this dressed week. out? I didn't even notice that he was. Yeah, dressed I didn't out notice either. Yeah. I did uh, notice CJ Campbell getting a run yeah. that Rodney Hill didn't. Brian wants to know: Would you rather play North Carolina or rematch with Clemson? I think I'd rather play North Carolina. We've seen we are not going to be able to run the ball against Clemson at all. Yeah, but you've seen you can beat Clemson. Yeah. And Clemson's offense doesn't scare you. North Carolina's got North Carolina can gonna, scare I, I, you. North Carolina can scare you. I actually would rather play and win a shootout against North Carolina because I think it would be a shootout. I don't think you're moving the ball against Clemson. I think I, you're crazy. I don't think you're moving the ball against Clemson. They're not Clemson. gonna want to be there. They're gonna quit. They'll be nine <laughs> you think and three Clemson's at that point. Quit? Yeah. I think they'd be really happy to have a rematch. Yeah, you're probably right. Um did you guys think back in twenty eighteen that we'd be in the playoff picture before Texas A and M and all those facilities? <laughs> It is crazy, man. It is. I mean, it really is remarkable the the where this program is and where the guy that left program, especially is. the way so many people in the media, which I think we pushed back on at the time, use that as an opportunity to let him and his spokespeople off the record just completely crap on Florida State. Yeah. Also, interestingly enough, I was just thinking about this this weekend when, and I don't dislike Mark Stoops, but as Kentucky lost to Missouri. And, uh, well, Missouri's got those huge NIL deals for their football players. On the heels of that, yes. You know, when Mark was being talked to for Florida State, that broke down early because Mark Stoops was like, "For me to even consider this job, I need this, 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 this." Like all these long line of demands. And all Mike Norvell did was come in and yeah. turn it into a number four team in the country. So, you know, and I, I think it's interesting with with Jimbo. We go back to it. The people here, the people who covered this program, the people who were immersed and educated and knew the deal. We first guessed before he ever coached a single game at Texas A and M that the first thing he would do is recruit really well, and he'd have a, a lot of means to do so. Those facilities are beautiful, and that place desperately wants to win, so they're going to give him everything he needs. And that in a matter of a really short period of time. He would rub people the wrong way, and different staff members would leave. It's already happened. I mean, yeah. Elko's at Duke because he didn't want to be with. Jim. I mean, this is—you see this. I mean, it was very predictable what's happened. And the best part about it was that Florida State fans kind of knew too, and told Texas A&M fans that. And A&M fans just said, "Oh, he's living rent-free in your head. Yeah. You guys are losers. Wait till you see this guy win championships." 
And now they have to be thinking to themselves, son of a bitch, the evidence right. was everywhere. They were right. They told us from the top of their lungs that the guy was a mess. And in 2020, he, that was his best season, I think, right? Was the COVID year? Well, of course. He had a great COVID year. Good for you, buddy. But I'm saying, I think no, that was Tucker his best had a great yeah, COVID and, year, and too. It was, and it was also, like, they won that, like, seven-overtime game against LSU. Yeah. Like, there were two or three games that could have yeah. gone no, the other way. I think that was the year before. But they, I, I still think that was his only 10-1 season was, was 2020. I don't think I he's think. had a 10 win season. That was a 9 Maybe season. Maybe 9-3, and three, the 9-2. Nine nine yeah, it was his best year, though. Meanwhile, Florida State was 3-6 and and looked horrible. Looked like a laughing stock. And it looked like, oh, man, Florida State was lucky to have Jimbo. Now they're stuck in this mud. Meanwhile, A&M's taking Meanwhile, off. The best. But that was always the argument of somebody who's clueless. Right. Who doesn't look at context clues and other facts but surrounding it, the position. But it was perpetrated by a lot of people in the national media that oh, of course. have big platforms. And, we and it's also the thing you brought up about Stoops, which is so funny. It's like, buddy, okay, enjoy Kentucky then. Yeah. Like, enjoy it. You, you, he, your he ceiling could, is what you keep hitting your head well, he's on. But he's made it. He, I mean, if he's smart... I would stay there forever. Sure. Well, he turned it. He turned it down to get a ten million, ten yeah. year deal, whatever yeah. it was, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. man. From a t- financial security standpoint, yeah, one hundred percent. But you're not. But you're never going to be. You're a not trying champion. to win championships no, if you want to be the head coach of Kentucky and, and that's, Florida that's State. The, you just don't. Want, you don't care about championships. And the reason it's not just like like I think it's the part about it that I think is sweet is that nobody, none of these coaches, Jimbo or Mark Stoops, and some of these other coaches who have not shown interest in the Florida State job is they don't appreciate what Florida State provides in terms of the talent base, in terms of what's available in this city. Fan for, interest. For fan interest, support. I mean, there's so many things. Jimbo never appreciated. Like, he no. never thought – he all he cared about was the power and the facilities and the he money. He referenced Florida State fans as y'all. And he thought right. – but I think Jimbo Repeated. thought he was the secret sauce. Right. And Florida State is the secret sauce. Right. That If you're a good coach, if you're a competent coach, you can win championships at Florida State. But we've already seen two coaches – we all – we have all yeah. now seen – how how good a coach Jimbo Fisher is? Is he elite? Not really. No. no. He won a championship at Florida State. He won twenty nine straight games at Florida yeah. State. And you see what Jimbo is. So that's the secret sauce. Is what Florida State can do for you, not what you do for Florida State. Mike's done a good job. I, of I stole that from that, someone. By the way. He's oh, I agree. Good. I think Mike Norvell appreciates it. He's one of the yeah. first ones. And you know, again, I, I just think it's like a. I don't. I, it might help whenever Mike Norvell does leave. If and when he leaves, it's he's going to leave at some point. Yeah. Whenever he leaves. That maybe it makes the job more attractive now because you've had yes. several coaches Except, now. It wasn't yeah. just Bobby Bowden. Yeah, right. Wasn't just Bobby and Jimbo. It's it's there's, there's a lot of good things at Florida State. For Ira Corey, I'm Jeff. Good job, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. Until next time, peace.